Dog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio's Road to Halloween special. And now, here's your hosts, Vincent Paul, Cole Nedved, and everyone's least favorite person, Michael J. Love Hope Radio. Oh shit, it's looping. I deserve the health problems I have after (laughs) listening to what I created 13 fucking years ago. Jesus. You created it. I'm going down memory lane. That's, oh, what, we're getting, doing. that's what I, I did. Wish I had dementia at that point. It was awful. Ugh. I was like thinking, hey, hey, guys, you know what make a good show? Let's have a 35-minute intro. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll have 35 well, well, No, no, no. That was the last one. Remember, you did one with, like, Psycho Killer and oh, other stuff all attached to it? I, I didn't pull poor. that one. Well, I didn't pull real, that one. Well, real quick, back on that, that was 2010. I was just leaving a company i was getting paid out for the next uh, up until october 2011 nearly a year over almost a year of getting paid to do nothing because they had a contract and re- <laughs> it was like a no compete thing i'm like guys i'm not i'm even like that great at what i'm doing here like i could like i don't okay pay me fine so i had nothing to do all day i, I had nothing to do and that's what i would do um, no wonder do that in like 22 year old girls from other town. Well, that's always fun. We enjoy that. It's amazing. I got everything else but AIDS. Like, I don't ever remember buying condoms. <laughs> Look at and this. Is, and this is a great Cole, Motley Crew here. Face. What's that? I said, like, Cole, look at his face. Like, you're, you look, you look, you look know, rough. What? You look yeah, rough. It's the prednisone. I'm dying. Like, weird. You're on the same fucking steroid my dog that's 12 years old has cancer on. 
yeah, I'm uh, well, it's all it's partly on me. This is the side effects. I'm back to finally weaning down. Uh, but yeah, I know my face probably looks really odd, probably a moon shape. I can't really see it. Well, still not as big as Tom's, so you're you're good there. Is it is it is it horrifically bad? Like, oh my god, what's wrong with you? Uh, no, not I yet. don't feel like not I'm yet. looking at it. It's close, no. Yeah, I know because I can what I can see in the mirror. I'm not really liking it, but uh, I yeah, don't know what it's like for to, years. Yeah, no, no. Uh, see, I don't know what it's like to be uh, ugly. Mike, comment. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I you know I'm glad because I thought you were going to bring a special guest on with you tonight. I'm glad you didn't because I would have killed you. So I'm not going to bring anybody. Like I like to be alone. That's like that's my thing, and and. <laughs> I think this is the kind of like where I live is perfect for me to do that because the one thing I would never want to do, because I would have to do it. If I lived in a, um, a neighborhood where like when I grew up in, when I moved to the suburbs where I would have to hand out candy, regardless, like if I was feeling like crap, you hand out candy, you don't, you don't call it in. You don't leave a bucket out. Mm. You play through the pain. You, you, you hand out the candy. And that's just one of our couple topics tonight about how do you Halloween when you reach a certain age? And really that age is like 30. Like 30 is when things like there's certain changes and we'll go through it. Um, start before we get to there. When is, when did, and we'll start with you, Cole, when was the age where you're like, I'm not trick or treating anymore. I'm done. I'm done with this. Man, I think, I want to say probably freshman year of high school, maybe okay. sophomore. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I fucking loved it. And but all my not, friends, like all not, my friends were like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go out and just get a bunch of candy and raise hell. You know, like when you get older, you're more out to just fuck shit up, you know, or, you know, do whatever. Like, it's not like I wasn't like out trick or treating when I was like seven and eight. Like, okay, I have to hit this neighborhood for the best candy. I have to hit, you know, such and such house because they give out, you know, those little cans of pop or, you know, like when you get older and you're out trick or treating, it's more about like hanging out with your buddies, you know, maybe going to the cool neighborhoods that always decorate really cool, but also kind of, you know, going out and fucking shit up. And like, you know, I probably stopped doing that maybe probably freshman, sophomore year, you know? And then after that, it was more like, fuck, let's drive to Mason city, which was like the closest, movie plex and we'll go watch in iowa yeah you know like yeah exactly it was in iowa so we had to drive 35 minutes to get anywhere 40 minutes whatever but you know like when i was in high school i guess you know texas chainsaw remake was just out or the fog it came out you know so i guess you know we went and did shit like that when i got a little bit older but you know i i definitely think i probably stopped actually going out and trick-or-treating probably freshman year Wow, so you're late, but you're not you're not a tall like the tallest guy. You're about back then, what, what probably five six, maybe five seven, so you can get away with it too. Height matters when you're older. Sure. Yeah, I've always been a yeah, I've always been a you know, not tall person by any means, even in high school. I mean, fuck, I wrestled at 103 pounds all the way up until my senior year of high school. You know, like very small guy, yeah. So I could get away with it. I didn't have a big big beard like you know i do now and shit like that so yeah it's easy to get away with it 
I was thinking this just hit me now, and I don't believe I ever asked you this, Mike, whether we were recording, whether we were off. Of course, mm-hmm. Mike, you're disabled. You have a disability. You had it since you birth. love it. Correct. Spina bifida. Uh, close, but no cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Wonky spine syndrome. Well, I wish it was something with my spine, but my spine is somewhat normal. No, again, oh, refresh everybody. In the other room. No, actually, refresh everybody what you're what you were born with, just so we can it's set this up. Terrible, the cerebral palsy crap that I cannot stand, but it's a mild case. No, they say it's, it's mild, but it still fucks me up. So you had to walk. So Michael from it was always walking with some support. Right, Kane, Walker. Usually you, a. a what was like, it? I started with a frontwards walker, and then I went to a backwards walker, and then I went with the canes in high school, which I'm still with to this day. Well, and that's probably better, I guess, overall for you, easier to navigate, less mm-hmm. stress on your body. But when you were young, did you notice, was there a certain age where you noticed, like, I'm getting more candy than the other kids? Because you're no matter uh, what you dressed up as, whether it was Michael Myers with canes whether it was, was michael myers with canes i was never a ghostbuster but but everything you had to do was so everybody knew you were disabled did you ever notice you were getting more candy than anybody no. else really no. nobody gave you the special no. treatment no and the, the best part is when i dressed as when i dressed as michael myers that was still back in a time in my life when i was afraid to look at the mask you know I think I told you like back in the day, I was afraid to look at the mask until like the last 15 minutes of the movie when I was younger. So, well, that's the only time I, you really I, see the mask anyways. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> right. The fuck? Well, no, in, in, well, no. Cause in, well, in four, he has the bandages and all that shit, but like the Bucky killer and all that four, I never used to watch it. Uh, when did you, now, Mike, when did you stop going like I'm done trick or treating? Because also I know where you lived during that time. I know the road because my aunt lived on that same same uh, road. Yes. Did, did your parents drive you and your brother to a neighborhood in the no, I No, I went up and down that street. Oh, my God. And the, oh, the, that the street, street had about nine homes, maybe 12. Well, I mean. Just on the street itself. You know, yes. So, how you, so picture this. It would be. You're driving on a pretty you know, main road and you hang a sharp left and it takes you down this mm. hill. Mm. And there's um, nine, maybe like I said, nine to 12 homes, if that. I never really want, I think I went down all the way one time. But other than that, it was, it's not a lot of homes. So, geez, you had shitty trick-or-treating well, experiences. Well, you have this, the next street up. They took me there. And then the street up yeah, from yeah. that. I would go a little bit um, oh. and they would give me like almond joys. And I thought that they had almonds in them, but they had fucking um, shit. I hated that. Ugh. I knew for me, like when I was going to stop. So I grew up in Philly in the Northeast section of Philly. You could have, you don't have to travel anywhere. You just, you don't have to go by car where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a uh, big town homes. And we would hit easily 12, 14 blocks. Take us two hours. But you're yeah. not going to a far distance to each other. And everybody's handing out stuff, right? So it was good. So in 95, 
I moved to uh, out of the city in what we call uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, which is 25, 30 minutes away from Northeast Philly. And it was a nice single home community we were in. That year, 1995, I dressed up as Michael Myers. I had the, which now you own, Mike. I had a George P. Wilbur. I had a friend get it for me. I had George mm-hmm. P. Wilbur sign it at a convention many years back. Mm-hmm. You have my mm-hmm. Halloween six mask that I gave to you mm-hmm. as a gift, mm-hmm. as a thank for many things. Anyway, I wore that. And uh, Cole, I'm telling you, like 12, 13 minutes into this, I'm, I'm, I'm never trick-or-treating again. This shit's too, like I was, in the city, I was so uh, spoiled. <laughs> By you sure. can hit, like you got in a quarter of a mile a hundred homes, yeah. Like I, you like wait, it's like wait, we're going to the other development. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they hand out the full size candy bar. Like I'll just buy them. I'll just go to right in and steal. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to. I'm done. I was done at that point. And then so this is the weird. Now that's a weird transition. Just like teenage angst like when we're teenagers we go into certain things like we we notice we're not like some of us might you know we grew up playing sports we stop that and we pick up something else when it comes to halloween that's where it's like okay i'm 15 i'm not gonna trick or, like i knew that at 14 I'm like i'm not gonna trick or treat anymore and i'm certainly not gonna hand out candy that's just weird when you're doing that at 14 i stayed in i didn't do anything at, like, at i was 11 when you stopped Eleven was my last year. Well, that was the year that I went out as Batman, oh. and I slipped and fell down Jim Hyde's hill, that huge hill, and twisted my fucking ankle. <laughs> and after that, I was like, you know, why didn't, why didn't you use anything on your uh, Batman belt to uh, stop your fall? Yeah, well, it wasn't a real, I mean, I mean, it wasn't a real utility belt. It was just plastic. Oh, wasn't? Oh. How long does it take for your dad to stop laughing? <laughs> um, well, no, I was with I was with my cousin, and I remember he, like, when I fell, he left me, like, laying in the road as he ran up to my house to tell my parents, and then they came with the car. Hey, the retard to, like, fell. Me into the car. Yeah, and I was down there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna sue you for everything you have. I'm in so much pain right now. I'm like, then so I then I went changed, to my, you're fine. You're already halfway there, so it falls nothing to you at that point. It's in the like, emergency room, they had um, Channel 17 on, and Halloween Two was on the yeah, TV that, version. I used to, so. yeah, call in the city of Philadelphia. It was always PHL 17. I still have, mm-hmm. I have two different on VHS tapes that I have to. I don't know why I got rid of my one. Anyway, I got two VHS tapes still. I know they work. One is a PHL 17 of Halloween and Halloween 2 back-to-back recorded from 1990 or 91. It was a – it wasn't mm-hmm. 92 because I remember they had a bunch of political ads almost every other commercial, so it was an election – the local election year. And then the second one of Halloween 2, I had the USA version. That was from 1993. It's just something about that I like. And that TV version is not anywhere near what AMC used to play. AMC's TV version is just horrifically bad. Yeah. The and but yeah, the, it's like the like what you're doing, Cole. Is like I'm sure, especially Iowa. Like we all who's never been to Iowa, we just picture you know farmland, 
not much to do. What the hell are you like mischief night? What are you doing? I mean, like I said, you know, you're kind of going out with your buddies and trying to figure out, you know, like who's doing what. Like some of us grew up on farms. We're throwing Halloween farm parties when we junior, senior, maybe your freshman year of college, you're coming back, you're throwing keggers out at your parents' farms. Um, you know, so if you're a freshman and sophomore, you're just hoping you get invited to those kind of things. And then if not, like I said, going out trick-or-treating or like I said, driving to fucking Mason city to the nearest megaplex to go see, you know, a horror film, you know, without parents permission, basically just, to, just to do something. Cause we didn't really have much, you know, when we trick-or-treated in town, you know, there's a town of like 1500. So you could do the whole town almost basically in two hours, you know, and you kind of knew the hot spots to go to when trick-or-treating and, in Iowa, it also depends on weather. Usually, you know, yeah. trick or treat night is definitely, um, you know, like it's usually on Halloween night or if, you know, Halloween falls on a Wednesday or something, trick or treat will be, you know, Sunday night or something. And that's so, the, I'm glad you brought that up because I always hate as a kid. I still remember the Halloween being on a Friday. I think it was 1990 or 91. Yeah, I know we had one of them on a Friday, but I'll never, the one I'll never forget, October 31st, 1993, because I wasn't, like, I love sports growing up. I was more of a Philadelphia Phillies. I had to watch them all the time. I like football. I was, I'm not a diehard Eagles fan. However, I hate the Cowboys. Like, that's what you do. Like, you just grow up, like, if you don't love the Eagles with all your heart, at the very least, you got to hate the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys with all your heart. Right. And October 31st, 1993, 4.05 kickoff. Mm. Eagles travel to Dallas. I felt horrible bothering people that night. I really did. Oh, sure. But everybody was cool. Dallas wound up being the shit out of the Eagles because they sucked that year. Dallas went on to win their second Super Bowl. But I'll never. this is the one thing I'll never forget from that. Off of Bly Street in Northeast Philly, uh, one block away from the Catholic school, I got kicked out of. Knock on the door, and these are the smaller little town homes where it's one floor and you got a basement. And everybody usually, you know, their doors are pretty much, you know, your screen door is open. Knock on, and all I hear is that fucking cock sucking Emma Smith. Hey, trick or treat. All right. Okay, guys. All right. <laughs> Typical Northeast Philly blue collar dude. Loved it. That, like, mm-hmm. still, I, I remember what that <laughs> What he was wearing, he had a Randall Cunningham jersey on. It was like fucking Emmett Cox, seven fucking Emmett Smith. Hey guys, trick or treat, all right? Like he was like everything was fine after Emmett Smith just probably blew off a thirty yard run for a touchdown. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, or- we uh we also we also had the local. Now I'm thinking about it. So we also had like our local JC's chapter. They always put on a haunted house in my town. What is a JC? So JC's is kind of like um that's not ideal. I'm watching the mm-hmm. game, sorry. Oh, uh, just yeah, jacking home run. Um but J- the JC's were kind of like a low like um I'm trying to think of like uh like a Lions Club uh oh. t- kind of 
sort of type, you know, Shriners almost in a sense. Um, mm. It's kind of a different different group though. But they all they always put on the uh, Garner Hayfield JC uh, haunted house every year, and I think that stopped probably like. 2004 or something like that so it would have been like my sophomore year in high school but man as a kid if you were in like cub scouts or whatever you always got to go for free and they always did like this big hayride to it and stuff because it was always kind of just like on the very outskirts of town and um, in that area it was so fun it was always so fun it always scared the fuck out of me like just i mean because it was cool so like to get into the haunted house they like jacked up this bus and it sat like kind of like this a little bit and you like there's a bus driver and he opened the door and he was like you know look dead and fucked up and he'd like take your ticket or your money and then you everybody like waited in the in the bus and then you finally like walked into the i think it was like an old grain building that they built all this shit in you know and then uh you know the the guys roaming outside with chainsaws or whatever like jump on the actual bus and fucking shake it and you know, th- those are the memories that I have from my hometown of, you know, going out trick or treating. So you get done at eight and the haunted house is open till 10. So you, you know, jut down there and do all that. See, that's, I, until you brought up the haunted house, I wasn't going to touch on this. Back my senior year, it's 1999. So I had like, I had really two lives throughout high school. I had my hardcore good friends from North Philly. And then I had, you know, the suburb friends. They were cool. They were, you know, but they were two different worlds. I, I could remember going down, because uh, what I would do, I'd be in North Philly a couple times during a week sometimes. And you just hear, you know, we're in the gym and you hear a story of like, oh, man, yeah, we almost broke the oven over the weekend because, you know, mom couldn't pay the heating bill, so we had to put the oven on. Like, that's real shit. Yeah. And then I'm in the, you know, suburbs and where I went to high school was blue collar and then it was white collar and you get people being like daddy only bought me the last year's Mercedes like and that was actually a real thing that happened a woman yeah. had, a girl actually did complain that her dad for her 16th birthday got her uh it was the wrong color of Mercedes I'm not kidding that happened wow big thing. yeah what what uh, I'm politically correct I think we call this cunts yeah and, uh, I was gonna say that that's a cunt like you call yeah. it a cunt. Uh, but so I was ever a fan of a haunted house because I get scared. I'm in it. Like I get I'm, like I don't want to you don't want to look like a punk. Like so you yeah. know the tip is if you're a younger dude, 18, 19, and you start like you're trying to see a girl, don't take her to a haunted house. At least scope it out first. Go a weekend before. That's what I did. So my friends in high school wanted to go to this haunted house. And it's near you, Mike. It was around the uh, couple minutes away from Philly, but it was still in a, in a Big area, and it was a farmland. It's like one of the rarest yeah. farmlands. Oh. Oh. oh, 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 fuck that place. Oh, fuck. This is back, but this is back in 99. And I, I was going to say, I've, I've actually been to a haunted house in Philly, but it was the penitentiary one. Yes. Which that I know. Was, yeah. That I never was did that fun. one. That I one never was fucking that. wild. This one was really well done even back then. I don't know if they're still around, but it was what I appreciated about it. Me being, of course, my favorite our franchise all time is Halloween. They had somebody dressed up as Myers. Legit. He had, that was the first time I ever saw what looked like the screen worn hero mask from 78, the Kirk mask. So I was impressed there. Everything was great. Yeah, I was scared, but I never jumped. 
I was like, mm, just play it cool. Because I don't, again, I don't want to look like, you know, get made fun of my friends. But even going into it, I go, guys are probably going to jump. I was, I didn't care. So those are my suburb friends. Now, my black friends. Uh, and if you know, like, black people do not react well to haunted houses. No, they do not. But yet he, they wanted to go. So one friend's out here who his uncle lived near me. So he was always up around the way anyway. And I said, yo, he's got this haunted house. He's in this place. So he's out here. Yo, pick me up. Because I wasn't driving at this particular time. It's me, my three close friends, three of them black. And Zaire, he doesn't act this way now, but he was like very stereotypical black. Like, it's the one if a Klansman saw him, he's like, oh, I got to fucking drag this guy behind my pickup truck. Like that type of black dude back then. And he's going, like, he's driving that, his, his rusted out Cadillac. He's like, man, it's going to be some punk shit, man. Going to scare me. He did the greatest stereotypical, and it was natural. He ran out. He ran out because he saw a guy dressed as Leatherface. And I swear, Cole Mike, he did a, oh, my God, like that. <laughs> All he had to do was, oh, that's no, typical. no, no. That's, be that's oh, yeah. Oh, we were, we, we were still, to this day, we still bring it up. Like, you felt, like, it was, because he did, like, the stereotypical black dude in the Three Stooges. Um, there's one where it's, like, black guy mm. almost has that same exact reaction. Because he thinks he's a wait, ghost. Wait, he goes, oh, he's a ghost. Wait, wait so he's <laughs> still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, <laughs> he, he, he was in, like, he, th- and then he's, like, credit to him. He said, I don't even want to play that one. He's like, He's like, I'm a pussy. <laughs> I'm a pussy. I'm like, all right. We laid off him for the rest of the night. But, you know, later on, we just uh, bring it up and make fun of him. But because he called himself a pussy, like, eh, you know, you win. We, we got nothing else. We're not going to pile on. He just admitted it. All right, we're good. Best thing, the haunted house, the shitty haunted house is the worst. And, Who? Mike, you've never, you've never been one for a haunted house yourself. You're not. No, I get, I get scared. No, I get scared. Yeah. And. I, I I got scared on a hayride in that farm place back in the early '90s, and I kicked Michael Myers in the nuts because I'm spastastic. And he walked by, and I got scared, and I fucking my leg shot out and kicked him in the nuts. You shouldn't even be on a hayride just for like <laughs> insurance reasons. Yeah, that seems like a liability. Yeah, they're looking at oh, him like. Yeah. I don't even know who covered this. <laughs> I, don't, and, and I, don't, then, I don't think we can pay then, this out. Well, when I was walking around, like, after the fact, and I was walking, and the guy in the Myers mask, like, he, he knew I was scared because he kept following me. And my parents were like, See, he's and, behind you. He's yeah. behind you. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not looking. I'm not turning. I'm not looking because I don't want to see it because it's going to fucking freak me out. And I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And they're like, he's he's walking, he's walking, he's right behind you. And I'm like, I, I, and that's the, like, it brings me on to the next thing about you get older now. You know, the teenage years are fun at Halloween. Like, when you're not trick-or-treating and you can go to a party. The tough thing, like, when you're a teen or that early 20s, the toughest thing I ran into was, this is around, like, 18, 19 20 years old of like okay I'm going to this Halloween party 
And you have to navigate that hard line of I got to look cool, but I yet got to wear a costume. Right. And I never could pull it off with 18, 19, and 20. I just couldn't. I just didn't. Like, I would go the opposite way. Like, I would just like, ah, I'm just going to put all blood on my face. And Because I was a virgin back then, only because, like, I was so scared to talk to women. Women would, would, would always, and I didn't know, they were, you know, flirt with me. I'm like, what's her problem? That's weird. Like, I had zero confidence. And that's the tough thing when you're young. At the Halloween party, just trying to like you can't. It's you can't look cool if you're dressed up like like a deck of cards. There's just no like like okay, that's that's like you have to do. Like I figured out later in life, and the best one to do is uh, like at the time I had like definitely look for it. Uh, a couple years ago, I wanted to say Tyler Durden Fight Club. That's simple. Mm-hmm. I'm just it's regular clothes. Yeah. Like that's how you, or um, I forget the character's name, but Alec Baldwin's character in Beetlejuice, khakis. Um, I have the um, the flannel and just wear the uh, circular uh, fake glasses. You're in. The fuck was his name? I don't know, but Mom. it's like oh, it's certain things like you can't like. That's that. That's what always was the hardest about the Halloween party because like. A woman, she's like, we all the old joke of like whatever it is, it's slutty this, slutty that, right? Um, or you know, you go as the couple, right? Like oh, a couple God. costume. That's the fucking worst. I, uh, I won't tell because I told that one before. I never got a chance to. Eat. None of you guys know about this one, so uh, that's where I came up with the Tyler Durden. I was like, I'm just gonna go as Tyler Durden this year. Uh, I was simple, two little orders from Amazon. That pretty much damn near the closest shirt uh, that he was wearing. And I just went with a pleather red jacket. Because I wasn't going to buy a real red leather jacket. <laughs> like, I'm not, come on. So, my fiance at the time, uh, she, she's batshit crazy. <laughs> and um, as they are, especially the prettier they are. Okay, this is not gonna end well, but I'm I'm in for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, context before this, so this Halloween party is 2019. Back in December 2018, we're only seeing each other for maybe a week. We've known each other for a couple months, but we're like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna, we're we're into this shit now. We're in. We're we're gonna go to a set of reservations. Go to this really nice, uh, not five star restaurant, but you know, Nice restaurant in a very nice area. We're going to go there to eat, and then we're going to go to this little, they have, it's called Peddler's Village, and it's a bunch of nice little shops. It's a beautiful place. It's got the reservations. So this bitch, like, she's trying to put me to the test. Pull her up and go in. All right, everything's good. I'm looking good. She's looking good. And you've seen photos of her beautiful, beautiful girl. She this is when she was put she put me in the test. She puts on a uh, a Trump make America great hat. Yeah. <laughs> and I look at her now. I'm not I'm not one of these anti-Trump people like Trump anyone. No, no, I'm like right down the middle. I'm whatever. It wasn't about the hat, it was where we were going. And this area is very liberal. We're talking, they were like probably one of the first places in Pennsylvania to have like an open gay bar in that area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, 
So I said, what are you doing with the hat? Like, we're going to a nice restaurant. Well, when we walk around, I'm like, right there, you fucking cunt. Like, you're trying. Like, you're going to you want to put me to test. I said, oh, okay. I said, yo, let me uh, see the hat, though. There's something on it. She hands me the hat. I throw it on a roof. <laughs> it's like, you know, of course she hit me. But, like, that was put in a test. So I tell you that to set up this, 2019. And this is a woman who didn't, like... I thought she was like me. I think going as a couple is usually stupid unless it's a cool concept. She goes, hey, I got her costume. It's going to be good. All right, what is it? Let me show you. She comes out with a Trump flag. I'm like, what's that supposed to be? He's like, yeah, well, you'll wear one and I'll wear one. I go, I didn't vote for him. And I think I haven't voted since 2000. Like, I don't hate the dude, but I'm not going to a party as a Trump flag. That's just like, it's stupid. Like, even if it was a Biden flag, it's stupid. Like, no matter what, it's stupid. Yeah. You'll die. Somebody will kill you. Oh no, not these little pussies. But it's like no. She still won as the uh, as the Trump flag. Now luckily these weren't my friends. How is that a costume? It's not exactly. That's you know what that was? That was the first time of her going like as smart as she is. That was the first time going, I'm a hot chick, I can do whatever I want. I'm like you're right, but I don't want to tell you that. But she already knows that. Right. Yeah, that's, She's already that, well aware. Yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah. where, like, like a beautiful woman can do whatever. Like a beautiful woman, there is, there's no white privilege. There's wealthy privilege, and there's beauty privilege. So a beautiful woman could could punt a newborn baby, and someone say, "Well, that baby, you know, was probably going to be a piece of shit anyway." So that woman did the right thing. Like she wow. had a pool. That's the that's. But yeah. Go there's a couple of whole night herbs, pretty much like, why are you dressed like that? Not to me. I was just happy people knew I nailed the costume correctly. Like, Fight Club. Like, yeah, perfect. I love it. Like, yeah, I just wanted to be comfortable. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to eat hors d'oeuvres. Like, what are, like as a T-Rex? <laughs> your little arms, <laughs> your costume. Ooh. But that's the... Now, Cole, you are a married man. Has your wife ever suggested, oh, we got to do a... Uh, we have to go as a couple. That's no, no, we've, we've gone to a couple like Halloween costumes or parties and whatnot. And we always do it like our own thing. She's not really into it. She just amuses the idea for my sake, basically. You love Halloween. But, yeah. And you know, the last couple of years, like I've gone as Laszlo from what we do in the shadows. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the only thing I'm missing out of that costume is like, I'm not fat. So like I, like I, you know, like I don't cool. fill it out that well, but it's also just kind of going as like a gothic vampire in a sense, you know. So it's like a, it's an easy costume. You just get a trench coat, you know, a top hat, and you know, some flirt, you know, girly frilly shirts, and you know, you're a you're a vampire, you know. So it's super easy. It's the same, you know, same concept that you pull with your Tyler Durden costume, right? You just want to be comfortable. And if I'm going to be outside, I want to be warm. So I'm going to wear a jacket, you know, like a black leather jacket. So it's just like... That's the key. The the worst now for me as somebody, and I've been a while since I got to go up on stage. When you do stand-up comedy, you kind of get this... We all have a chip on our shoulders even before we get in. Like You just want to be... But as a comic, it takes... A lot of shit to to get a laugh. You got to work for it. What I hate, I think this is one of the times I'm going to speak for any self-respecting stand-up comic. Any self-respecting comic going to a Halloween party, we all hate and we hope you fucking die. 
<laughs> is the dude who tries to be the funny dude costume guy. Sure. Who has no personality. The worst I've ever seen was a dude, uh, and this was in high school. Because you can get dressed like it was your choice to get dressed up. And I'm like, I'm not getting dressed up. Like, what am I like at the time? My only option is Michael Myers. And I'm not gonna wear a mask and no. But we had this guy, like, still pissed me off that he was voted most funniest. He got dressed up as Austin Powers, and he did the worst Austin Powers impersonation you could ever hear. And everybody thought it was funny. Almost everybody. Like what? What are you like? Those are the dudes I don't like, or the fake, the person who tries to be controversial. Yeah, like get dressed up as a as a Trump flag. Yeah, that would be one. The worst <laughs> I ever, I ever, I saw a photo of it. There's a a pretty famous sports talk radio show host in Philadelphia. And the guy also did a lot of regional work too. Many years ago. And he got fired at this one place because of it. And I don't like to see people get fired. I don't think they should, but I get it. He got dressed up, and I'll tell you why. How he got why he got fired? He got he gets dressed up as um, he did this twice. This is the first time he got fired. The second time he almost got fired. So the first offense gets dressed up as Dwight Good in the former uh, New York Mets pitcher back in the eighties when the eighty six World Series. One hell of a pitcher. At the time when this guy. Uh, dressed up, uh, and I believe it was it was good and not Daryl Strawberry. So one of the two, now I'm confused myself, but anyway, it's dressed up as him with, and he had colon cancer, so he has an outfit in blackface. With like oh no, hanging out. Like, like first of all, the blackface is hacky to me. It's, it's not offensive to me. I know how it's offensive to many people, but to me, it's just hacky. I'm offended by the hackiness of it. So he doesn't learn. He gets fired. So the next, like two years later, another baseball pitcher played for the Phillies. He dies October 11th, 2005, driving a commuter plane in New York City, crashed into a building. Everybody thought it was like September 11th all over again. Pitcher's name is Corey Lytle. So this guy, Mike Bissinelli is his name. You can look this up. Gets oh, dressed as Corey, as Corey Lytle, who just passed away less than a couple weeks ago. In a little jersey and like a plane, like he's a plane around his waist and it crashed into a building. Like to me, that's it's not about distasteful, it's just not funny. Yeah. You're trying I'm, so hard. I do appreciate the guys that dress up in a costume that know like what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, like I I've had I've had some friends that like have gone as like John Madden. You know, and have like the headset, and so like they commentate on everything that's going on in the party as like NFL commentators. That's funny, and it's fucking funny. Like yeah. it's real. Like that's outside like, of the box thinking. Yeah. So like he'd be like standing behind me while I'm like at the food line, like picking up a sandwich, and he'd be like, "And there's Cole. He's go. He's reaching for the sandwich. He's got it. Is he gonna get dip? We don't know. Wait for it. Wait for no dip. No dip." He chose no dip, you know, just shit like that, but all night. And so like when he's getting drunk, the conversation's just getting funnier, you know? And like, if you, let's say, well, this goes on our next thing. It's the rules of trick or treating as an adult, meaning hand out the candy. Mike, you, 
Yeah. You, you are actually usually the one who hands out candy, right? Are you still doing that? Uh, not, no, not anymore. No, 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 no. Oh. That's, that's, I'm in the in law suite. That's their job over there now. Yeah. Okay. So you, all right. So that's, I was going to say now there's rules and Cole is a huge Halloween fanatic where he actually goes all out and decorates not only the inside. That's, that's decorating for Halloween on the inside is pointless. You decorate on the outside. Oh yeah, my my whole, whole it haunt. takes me yeah I I do a home haunt basically in my front yard, um just for trick or treat night. But I mean it's it's I start early in September and just kind of keep building. And now that I'm a homeowner and I can kind of do whatever I want versus <laughs> you know when you rent a house or whatever you're kind of limited to what you can can do. But now I've like God, I built like an entire graveyard fence for the front of my yard. You know, with like skulls and shit and then like this year i built two giant stone uh halloween pillars um that i put like fucking lanterns on the front of them so like they i have candles inside so they light up at night and they flicker and you know so it's like just to enter my driveway like you're fucking seeing all this shit you know and then i built like a monster graveyard you know, inside that fence and those pillars. And I have like huge gargoyles standing on top of them. Like, yeah, every year I just keep adding to it. It's, and it takes me fucking weeks to set it all up, you know, and build it. And yeah. And yours is pretty kind of, if you had to rate it like a horror, like a, like a movie, it's not G rated, but it's also not a full R rating in terms of like scaring no. It's yeah, like perfect I, middle, which I think that's yeah. how they should be. Yeah, I like I like things that are like scary or or whatever for home haunts, but yeah, I, I mean you're also like you're trick or treating, and mostly it's little kids. So like, yeah, like you know, the most things I have out there are like you know I'm a huge blow mold collector, so like I have you know the old Frankenstein blow mold light up and the Dracula and ghosts and you know all the, all the it's really expensive shit now because you can't find it and they don't make it anymore, you know, and they stand like three feet high. So like, you know, like I said, I kind of have a monster graveyard full of just old light up blow molds that I've collected over the years. And that's the most important thing. I was going to say the rules now, what I saw uh, when trick or treating, there are, I believe there should be some rules. I want to go through these. So bring in back in, 2020 i went out trick-or-treating uh with it was uh just friends from high school that graduated with with their kids of course i was the only one there no kids but they all know me and they invited me i come out with us so we went to our one friend's house that's where we're going to do the trick-or-treating this pretty nice neighborhood same type of setup if you will i grew up in northeast philly but nicer homes of the you have the two twins. You can cover so much in that development. Probably like 300 homes. It just feels like there's 300 homes in this place. Yeah. And that got me. I started because I'm very analytical. I'm all about numbers. This is an election year. Now, I always say, pretty simple. Uh, I don't care what politics are or what you have. You shouldn't. Nobody should suffer, um, should have a violent act towards them if they have a, a different ideology about whatever their politics. 
But after this trick or treat, I wouldn't do anything. It's like now I understand why people uh, will egg other people's houses. So this is a big time election year, 2020. Remember what that year was all about? I counted 35 Biden signs outside people's homes. I counted nine Trump signs out people's homes. Mm-hmm. Seven out of the nine Trump signs, not only did they give out candy, they were they want full size. They want full size on that. The other two homes just regular candy, but they gave out a lot. 35 Biden signs, four, four people answered their door. Yeah, because Biden uh, supporters are all four. But these were young, and, and, and when they answered the door, two out of four were wearing a mask. And we all know they don't do anything. So I hated that to make it, it wasn't like one's better than the other. I was like, like holy shit, I just like, like that's not a coincidence. Like you are so shitty. Like you can't like screw your stupid political views, whatever. But like, right, you hand out candy and and that's where it was like I I was only the only thing I make a political, but I was right the whole time going. Far there's far right lunatics and there's far left lunatics. And I'm like these far left lunatics are treating COVID as if it's the plague and it's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why they weren't handing out candy. I know that's the fact. Sure. So Probably. that's what, like, no matter who's running for whatever. I think how like if it's election year Halloween, don't two things. I would advise don't have a yard sign just in general. Yeah. But two, for anybody out there, you go, Oh, that person likes that person, I'm gonna fuck up their home. No, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. And, and and don't don't fucking steal anything, you know what I mean? Like like I have so much, I have a lot of money sitting out in my front yard. Like, and that's, that's not like that. That's that's not like a brag or anything. It's just the truth. Like the blow molds that I have sitting out there, and the the things that I've built personally, my own. And pumpkin, you are out of control right now. Well, that's where you should have but, a. But yeah, but I have a lot of money, and so like, I mean, I do have my ring set up, you know, and and whatnot. Lisa, and all my neighbors around me love them. They know my decorations, so like, if they ever saw anything, they'd let me know. I mean, but you know, but, but you're also you're not a, a shitty part of town. Like, it's no, not. No, no, no. That's the difference. It's yeah. you have to. But just don't be an asshole, like on Halloween. You know, like that's the. Well, that, okay, the, here's a rule. Now, I never, I hardly ever had to hand out candy. I'm gonna give some. Uh, I'm gonna give advice and set some rules. Um, this is going. I gotta make it about skin color on this one. Ah, this is two two ways here, man. Um, yo, all the black dudes over sixteen, just stop it. No more. Tr- you can't. You can't do it anymore. Unless you're short, you can do it. But so, because you don't even get dressed up, like you're looking for some kind of conflict, and I get it. And now to the white dudes, if you see said 16, 17-year-old black dude not wearing a costume, give him the candy. You just get, Don't even, just, here you go. Now, if you ask for more, you say no. But don't, don't. And now white dude who used to live in the city and now going to the suburbs, um, you, you have to step up the, uh, you have to step up what you're handing out. That's the, 
there is a huge like city. It was an insult in the city if you only had like if someone only handed you three pieces of candy. Like three's the limit. Like three was the, the low end. You would get a handful. It was just in the grab bag of the fun size. Yeah. Into, like that was the, the worst. Like that's the rule should be this. Where do you cut off? Like, Paul, if you're handing out candy and it's a clear, like 19 year old kid, no costume, riding hmm. solo, that's a tough one. Do they I mean, really trick or treat like that? I wow. mean, I've, I've definitely seen some like older kids that are in high school. I don't know if I've seen a 19 year old, but <laughs> I don't get a ton of trick or treaters. Unfortunately, I just unfortunately don't. I kind of live in um, a area that's more predominantly older people. Like they've all been there since like the fifties and sixties. So you don't, uh, even so like there's not a ton of younger families. I mean, there's some, and the kids that do live on my street, come by every day and tell me how much they love my decorations. So I, I do get some, but I don't get a lot. And I always buy a big bowl being diabetic. I don't need that shit around obviously. So I kind of just let the kids take whatever they want, you know? And if, if there's an older kid out trick or treating with their little kid or, or, you know, their brothers and sisters and Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I give them candy or even if there's an older kid just out trick or treating by themselves or, just a group of older kids, like they can take whatever they want. Just because, like, it's also my candy sport. supply is, I I never run out. So, yeah, Mike, when you're handing out, I can't see what I can't see when <coughs> because he's so shy and goofy. Mm-hmm. Like Mike could not be the guy going, "Oh, look at that! You look like a great." princess here you go oh no 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 i had a fucking michael myers mask i put down over my face and i was like they'd be like trick-or-treat and i'd be like i wouldn't even say anything i just least intimidating myers like it's it's an 89 year old myers with with two canes slunched over well see i wouldn't be i wouldn't have the canes or the walker i would just be holding on like leaning on to the door frame oh even worse I mean, I, <laughs> so they probably thought you were just drunk yeah, true. yeah probably drunk parkinson's buyers yeah uh, with by the way you know mike he there's not a, he's not wearing a jumper no. it's just it's buyers with like a a probably a actually Halloween. one year i did have a work shirt on it's like I did a, have a button work shirt on one year and jeans. I have so the first time I and I still have because they're my grandfather's. My grandfather mm-hmm. passed away. We had a there was a um, I think they were Dickies. I don't know, but they they look like but they were jumpers. It was a yeah. khaki color, and my grandfather wasn't a big man at all. I think he was a like five five, short dude. And I'm 6'3", but back then I wasn't, of course. I was I was pretty tall for my age, probably like maybe 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, and um, first time I got dressed up as like I really wanted to get dressed up as Myers. Uh, did, the, did, the, did the jumper. And it was khaki color, so we put it in dye and dyed it into a dark blue. At least when I got dressed up as Myers as a little tiny kid. I looked the part at least. I even wore my school shoes. So I was going to that was when I was still going to Catholic school. So I had my dress shoes on because I didn't have boots. 
and my snow boots didn't look good on my outfit. I wasn't going to wear sneakers. I respected how to dress up like that. I just couldn't see Mike in you know jeans and a t-shirt with a Myers mask. It's probably not uh, even good. It's better, it's it was even... better than when years later I made my Halloween disaster film and I had Myers in shorts. Remember that? <laughs> was was that a creative decision or was that just uh, well, that was a weather decision? Yeah. That well, that was because you know, and then I had some. I had a woman play him at one point in, in camouflage. Um, yeah, Cole. This is. I think what was that? Camp Out Nightmare four or five? No, that was that was Halloween: The Death of Michael Myers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, no, also, also, the the, yeah, the literally whole, the same fucking movie. The the baby girl that played Baby Steven because it was a sequel to uh, Curse of Michael Myers actually went on to be on American Idol. I found out. Yeah, good. Wait, wait. Just like the the audition part, or actually like get onto the show? Yeah. No, I think she got to the Hollywood round or whatever the fuck it's called. Dang. All right. At least got to be semi talented. I'm sure Mike the whole time knowing Mike. Boy, I hope she had. Maybe, maybe if I mail her a Camp Out Nightmare shirt, I'm in a red shirt. We get some promo. She was three months old when we did that. So I, you know, I didn't think anything at the time. I just wanted her to cry on cue. That's all. Oh, of course. <laughs> she just had to look at you, Mike. Yeah. Well, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Probably stupid. Mike said, "What if I hit her?" No, Mike. It's a newborn. <laughs> and a softball. You can't hit a baby. Okay. I'm sorry, Mike. I, I'm still waiting for my Camp Out Nightmare Blu-ray from uh, like 15 years ago. Well, I'll send. You know what? Give me your address. I'll send you the disc. I have the official ones now. No, this is the one that you were supposed to make, and then you ended up not ever making. Oh yeah, and Cole gave oh, money. that one. I I oh, definitely it, gave money to that. Well, and I and well, I tried I to will, fly well, myself out to be in the movie. Well, the uh, the discs that I have of the older movies actually have footage from the two times that I attempted to film it as bonus features. I think on what it, you should so. do, Mike, is not only send blue whatever movies Cole needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have them all. Don't I you? mean, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, like, yeah, a lot of money was. Uh, and I was. I believe I was telling people on the show back then. Don't, don't donate. Don't. <laughs> it's not gonna be made. It's not gonna get well, done. Not. Not. Was, not it, many. I mean, there weren't a lot of people that did that. Yeah, because they're smart. It's not my <laughs> fault. The weather was really bad that year. It, so was the script. The, the weather like, was really knew, bad. So was the director. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. No. Here's Cole. Let me tell you this. I, I got okay, so we're. I only went out for one day of filming, and that's the footage that's on the. Uh, that's yeah. on the. The, disc, the footage from the day. <laughs> I've seen there. the footage. Cole, I know, no, I, I have. No, no, no. There's, there's no. There's no footage. Yeah, but Cole, there's this more is, from 2014 that nobody has seen. Yeah, yeah but the, Cole, I never put it anywhere. I have to tell you how horrible of a director. Mike's not a director. This is how horrible he is as a director, <laughs> as a producer, as anything. So, where were we filming at? I really hey, hey I resent that as a producer, goddammit. Oh, I've gotten some pretty good interviews over the years. That's not really a producer, so. but I'll get on to that. So, where were we filming at at this time, this one day? Really nice, beautiful location. It was on, there was a home, and it, sat, it seemed like there's five, maybe ten acres, something like that. And during these open spaces we had, you had your 
surrounding woods around it and then your open space. But within this open space, there's about two big, uh, they were spread apart, two big uh, bushes. Like, I, I not maybe not bushes, but I don't know how to describe it. It was, you could enter it, but it was going to be really difficult. It was like almost a huge pine tree. I th- actually, that's what they, it was, I want to think of bushes like you're trying to get into it. Huge, big pine trees. And Mike wanted to have this scene where, of the killer's point of view, he's looking through this big pine tree. He's inside this, because the branches are so long. Yes, they hang over. Mike is looking at it. Other person there, Tommy, these two morons are looking at this going, and he's trying to get into I walk over with the, I take the camera. I go, how about this? I break off a branch. I put the branch in front of the camera. And Mike goes, oh my God, that's brilliant. (laughs) Mike, people have been doing that for decades. Yeah. (laughs) Like how stupid. Like not actually being in the fucking tree, Mike. Exactly. (laughs) You just put the branch and make sure you're not, when you're videoing this, you don't have your hand in the shot. You know what? Let me just shoot the goddamn thing. <laughs> like, let me just, just give me the script. I'm going to write Well, it you did actually shoot it. You did I know I it. did. Like, I didn't trust anybody God. else with it. It was it was horrific. Like, so, okay. this, like, the script that I have now is actually better. I will say that. Rhodes. Well, you've Rhodes had 15 is, years to write it. I would hope it's yeah, better. Well, And that was just such a... That was like... Getting back to that, like the, that's a now, Mike. If you could hand out candy, do you get dressed up as the Camp Out Nightmare Killer with the cool mask? No, I do have no. to say the Camp Out Nightmare still mask, have the mask for that was cool. It was, yeah, it, I liked it. Uh, oh God, was that Trick or Treat Studios or was no? I, I no, was that I, was Justin had that. I forget who the hell made that. I think his name was Casey. Yeah, it was Casey. Yes. Yeah, Casey. Casey. Casey that, yeah, I, was, I didn't want to come off disrespectful like that because that was a very cool, very unique mask. Yeah. Oh, it was. It, 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 that was the only thing that could garner people's attention. The rest of you had to execute with the film, which, by the way, in all seriousness, it's tough to make a movie. It just, it is. Yeah. Like, you can't wow. just do it. I but, wouldn't have the first idea on how to, how to make a movie. It's just well, not my thing. So I do commend my, you for doing well my big mistake my my big mistake was i sat down and i had 85 pages and i broke 85 pages down into like because like i said i didn't know because you know when i would do the other ones when i was younger i would just you know you're shooting as you go right right so when i was doing you know, the thing in 2011, 2013, I took an 85 page script and I broke it down into like a 12 pay, a 12 day shooting schedule because my dumbass thought that I could start shooting at eight o'clock in the morning and stop at like midnight or 1am. And in that time, I would logistically get done 20 pages. That's and where I'm like, Overthought That's it. Not going to happen. Yeah. yeah and, and to me, if you get me in there, the problem with me is I'll get it done, but it's going to be rapid pace. That's just how it's going to be. 
So I expect everybody to be like me. You hit it on one take. What do you need me to do? I'll do it. Like, you know that yeah. with me. Like, like I've, I've always been, anytime that camera rolls. Well, especially when you're doing just such guerrilla style shooting in yeah. the first place. Like that's all, that's all you can. You have one take. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. Or you try at least one more. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Maybe a little time for one. But yeah, you just keep going and going. And, but it was at least it was attempted. I still feel bad that Cole donated money. That's a horrible, horrible decision. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, and I was I mean, a poor college kid at that time. So yeah, really, you like so me donating like a hundred dollars was like donating a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's well, not I, what I will say that I do still have a hundred dollars to get coal. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, no have, shit. Do I get to I have, that back? I have the I have the props and shit that I that I still uh I still have all that shit. I tell you what, I'll I'll fly myself out, Mike, and we'll get together and we'll just fucking shoot it in a weekend. I'm doing a seventh one next year. I'm actually doing a seventh (laughs) one in the summer. I'm glad I'll be dead at that point. I will uh, I will be dead at that point. Oh like I'm dying as it is. Um but I'll be gone. And uh, my kids, <laughs> I'll, I'll be gone. Don't have to deal with and it. And then, and then I will do the. Uh, then What's... hopefully, you know, we'll do the. Uh, we'll do the reboot after that. But this seventh one. So, uh, so the seventh one, one is a sequel. Then it's it's yeah, it's the original. It's the original series. It'll be the last like, like one final one to wrap that all up. Here's the um, thing, like you know, the only time, <laughs> the only time. Horror franchise movie studios with a horror franchise ever does a reboot is because the previous sequel sucked so bad they said we got to start this shit over. Go, go. Right. The thing is, six was my favorite, so I never thought that's up. How about no, no? It actually started with it's really Halloween Resurrection was the reason they go. Okay, we're just going to reboot it. Right. That's just how it works. Funny, funny story about Resurrection. I was actually watching it today because it was on. AMC Fear Fest while while I was working, and uh, I surprisingly didn't fucking hate it as much as I used to. It's not, yeah, it's one of those where you can rewatch now. And go okay, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah, and there was some things I didn't hate about it. Like I didn't hate kind of the slow motion Michael in some no, of those no. shots. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. kind of cool, and I didn't really remember that necessarily. It'd been fucking years since I'd seen it, and then. I didn't hate the breathing in the mask part. Like, no, that's that sounds old. good. Yep, it's kind of old school. Sounded good. I mean, the Bustin' Rhyme shit is awful, and he's yeah. terrible. And I mean, there's that's- a lot of bad stuff about it. But I surprisingly just didn't fucking hate what I was watching, though. I still remember. I, me and my buddy Eric, we went to the theater to watch that on the. It was on a Thursday because we had a show out in North Jersey doing stand up. Cool. And uh, I'm 20 years old. Eric's like 25 this time, or 24. I have to drive, and he knows I have a suspended license, which I was getting back the next day. It was going to come in the mail the next day, which would have been my nine days up. I had a suspended license because I had possession of alcohol, meaning my hand was on a case of beer, and the liquor control board saw that as I was getting out of the car. Lost my license for three months. Didn't even go to court. I'm like, here's the fine, whatever. Right. So we go to see that in the theater. We're both bummed out of how shitty it was at that time, like 2002. Yep. We stop over a bar. We I show him my, my trick. Again, I'm 20 years old. 
You fill up, you get a go to 7 Eleven, you get a double big gulp, and you fill up a, a, a near six pack in that, and you can drink that while driving, kids. Cool. <laughs> yes, I, after Halloween Resurrection was so bad, I was so upset. I go, even with suspended license, let me now, let me underage oh, no. drink on a suspended license. Oh, no. Oh no, no. Oh, I no, get it home. No, no. made it home safe. We made a show in North Jersey, which was shitty. And then on the way over, way back home, on the turnpike, um, Eric had to pee so bad. I'm trying to find an empty cup. I'm like, just piss in the car. Oh, I had to let him out, and he's pissing on the side of the road of the fucking turnpike. <laughs> I have a suspended license. <laughs> Going, how the like? I'm just waiting for the cops just to come up at this point. But every anytime I think of Halloween Resurrection, I had I had more better memories because of that night. Sure, because yeah. of I can't believe I got home unscathed with a buzz on, and the next morning, my around twelve, my license came in officially not suspended anymore. Oh God damn it! Yep, and how did I celebrate? Show on a Friday night. Let's keep drinking. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yep, that's what you do when you're when you're when you're twenty. And you're stupid. Yeah, and your body can recover and fucking. Oh my god, hell, yeah, that's hell of a lot better. And that's the like the as a kid that next day the Halloween candy, like that's what you were. That was your breakfast. Oh yeah, your parents have, didn't have a they didn't have a choice. I usually I usually couldn't uh, fucking legitimately eat candy for like two days after because I would eat so much that night, like so uh, much. I was the opposite, Cole. I would have maybe a couple. And I'm, going, I'm getting these tomorrow. I'm going to binge this tomorrow. But growing up, I had a fat sister, and she had an eating problem. So I had, like she would take most of my candy anyway. Yeah. And my mom, not fat at all, but eats like a fat girl. She would take like I was. I remember just waking up like I know I had fifteen crunch bars here. Like, I would count it. I would count what I had like the ones I like: crunch, Kit Kat, Snickers. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was like those are the joys of Halloween. And the other thing too, when handing out handing out candy on Halloween, don't be the dick who tries to scare. Like we said earlier, don't scare the little kids. That's a rule. Don't hand no bucket of candy. That's just if you're. If you're out for the night, just don't even leave. I say don't even leave candy if you're not going to be home. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. I understand why people do it. Do you remember that as a kid? The first time when you walked up to the door, the lights were off, but you saw a bowl of candy? Yeah. Is it? It's like, it was actually, I've, I've viewed it like a cheat code in a video game, like the Game Genie. Right. Yeah. And I was always like the dumb kid that never fucking took advantage of that. Like I would just take I, my I one either. I, I, would, I would take my one piece and move on. I was the same way. Yeah, if they said like please take one or please take two. Yeah. I was gonna mm. take two. Yeah, I'll I take was, two. Totally fine with that. You have we all had a fat friend we trick-or-treated with. I had one, he's not fat anymore. Another one, he's not fat anymore, but we always look at Mike and go, You wanna take more there, fat so? The the crew yeah. I rolled the crew I rolled with for trick or treating was we were all pretty young scrawny kids. There was no fat kids. I I didn't want to be slowed down. Like when I was out there, like I was I was I was fucking out there to trick or treat. I had I had a pace. 
I had to well, keep that, up. You had to keep up with me. And that was also the other thing too. That's what. That's what. When I retired back in '95, I said I'm done with this. No, it was going to each home, and I was like, "Wow, man, I'm already out of breath." I'm not, <laughs> and that was, and I blame that. That's my fault. But that was moving from the city where you're out every day, you're doing some type of sport. Yeah, on the playground, you're playing basketball or baseball. That's how like I grew up that way. It was baseball. Sometimes if you had enough, you played football. Suburbs, even in '95, you had your dial-up internet, but everybody was like, "No, I'm just going to play video games." Or they were skateboarders who were in shape. They were in shape. Yeah. Or BMX, but like suburb kids. I wasn't doing any of that stuff, so I got. You know, like like when you get comfortable in a relationship, I just started letting myself go. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't hit those homes anymore. And, and also, you feel silly like that when you're. I, to me, I was. I thought thirteen was like I this. I can't do this at fourteen. Like thirteen, like I'm a teenager now. Like that whole like I don't think you should. And before we get over to our last final topic of the night, this is another one. It's very important. Don't ever, nobody should ever do this. Don't bake shit and then hand it out on Halloween. You just, Except for the popcorn balls. See, in the popcorn, like, I don't like popcorn. popcorn I don't like popcorn balls, but I know a lot of people trick-or-treating always hit up like, the houses that had popcorn balls. Like, people loved them, man. I people never fucking love them. I never did either. I was not a popcorn ball mm-hmm. guy. I'll give that a pass though. And inside but of the that's the only one I give a pass. I'll say here's why I give that a pass for one reason. That's why I say don't bake anything. Because people want to throw it out. Because people are afraid of the old razor blade or it's sure. crazy. Yeah, probably probably nowadays for sure. But back then, Ooh. fuck. I mean, yeah, in the nineties. Oh, but yeah, yeah you that was check, yeah. I remember that in the late eighties, checking like the because my parents were never people that would follow rules of that type of thing. Like, I, I never, they didn't get, like, when I got a skateboard, it didn't come with a helmet. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, fuck no. Come on, faggot. Yeah. You fell. So what? Like, it just didn't happen. Um, but I remember my mom checking for candy because it was like, I think it was 87 or 88, some kind of type of push. And at least local markets, like, check your kids' candy. There could be this. She had a, I remember my, it was my grandmother and my mom checking it. And my grandfather, so I love the man to this day, passed away well too uh, too soon for me because I wanted to really get to know more. still remember him in the background going, who has time to poison candy? That thing's too small for a razor blade. I remember those two exact lines. That's too small for a razor blade. They can't put a razor Just give him the candy. <laughs> Your old school Italian guy. Like, hey, come on. Right. Here's a shit. Now he's not wrong, have, though. I mean, no, yeah. He's not. He was, yeah. In, you know, my grandmother's, you know, oh, Vincent, you can't do that. Because, ah, fuck it. The kids are going to learn. It's fine. It's fine. Also, my grandfather was the same guy. He dropped me off, me and my sister off. As to know it's going to be his last Thanksgiving with us. It was the day before Thanksgiving to our Catholic school, which is only four blocks away from our home. And outside the window, about 7.30 a.m., right before the bell rings, my grandfather looks at me and says, Vincent, don't take shit off of none of those nuns. <laughs> That's my grandfather. Don't take no shit off of none of those nuns. And there was three nuns outside the rectory. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the man. Because he was correct. 
He's he just knew. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, he knew religion was uh, that was his, he just he did not like organized religion, which is a big statement for a guy back then who is you know Italian and that's even now. No, he, he viewed for what it was. Yeah, come on. I, again, I remember all of his one-liners, like the things we say, because I remember a conversation about tuition going up, and he brought up a brilliant point. I didn't know it was brilliant at the time, but I remember forget him, never forget him saying, Two, they, they're going up so much, like, like $50 this year. And his line was, don't they have golden chalices? <laughs> <laughs> like, how many like, – what, what do they need the money for? Sell, sell, I, I think it was sell one of the chalices, which, you know, it's a cup. It's the, where you do the communion. Right. Brilliant point. He's right. Just melt it down. You're good. Yeah. Just here you go. What do you, how much does it take to uh, make the, you know, communion? What's the cost of that? But he wasn't basic is my point and nobody should be basic, but sometimes when you do a show like this, you have to be basic. And there's a term, we call it a basic bitch. Uh, I'm very, I'm very basic in my old age now. That's for sure. Being basic is not a bad thing all the time, but uh, the term like a basic person is, it it can be, but because it's hard, it's a hard podcast. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow and make it work. Friday the 13th is coming up this Friday. And we're not going to talk about the Friday the 13th franchise, but I'm going to start with you, Mike. If you have to select three films to get somebody into the – because something about Friday the 13th is more special when it falls in the month of October. It just is. Mm-hmm. April and October, I always find them to be the, the two best times for Friday the 13th. So, Mike, if you were putting together three films to get somebody in the Friday the 13th spirit – of what that day is about bad luck and all that. What three films would you tell somebody to watch? Horror films or just films in general? Shit. You can you can actually go any. Um. Well, Halloween Six original release date was October thirteenth, nineteen ninety five. So there you that go. was Friday thirteenth. So I believe that that would have to just be an automatic. Which would have figured. Um. Let's see. Shit. I don't know. See, I would just watch that three times and be good. Which you have in the past. Now, Cole. I I will. I have. I, I yeah. Yeah, you watched everything. Now that I have it on four now that I have it on four K, it's like you can really see Donald looking sick and dying, and it's so sad for me. I, I know it's hard to maintain an erection the whole time, but yeah, you can if you if you need to. Cole, if you pick out three films. Like I said, they don't all have to be horror. But what three, if you say to get yourself into that, because again, Friday 13th in October is the, it's just perfect. What are your three? I mean, it's Friday the 13th. So I'm watching only Friday the 13th. This okay, is a, gonna... There's a reason that we're basic bitches. Well, oh, okay. If you're going to go that direction, would you agree with this? If you're going to go Friday the 13th direction, let's not do three. You need four. It's very simple. One, uh, two, three, and four. That's all you need. No, I disagree. No, what, no. I, no. I, I, I dis, I disagree a hundred percent because no. the first three aren't even in in the top ten of the best films in that franchise. I think number two is definitely. It's well, first of all, it's definitely. Oh top. fuck! Fuck! Whoa! No! 
look, two is fucking overrated because everybody loves fucking two, everybody sucks two's dick, and I just don't get well, it now. Three and two, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. I think can. two is fucking trash. No, two I is I don't even it, like final chapter all that much, to be honest with you. Okay, no, I, relax no, on that. I can tell you <laughs> what is the most overrated. It's not two. Two is very well done. But the most overrated is number three, and I understand why people like oh, that because he gets his man. I don't like it because I don't like it for that reason. I like it because of the fucking atmosphere is fucking great. Oh, no, they, I do, I do agree. Three's atmosphere is top notch. That's it like is a great film. Four. Three and four back to back are perfect because just how four great films. up with the end of three, and then you see the yeah. great shot of the helicopter. But if if I'm if I'm trying to get somebody into the Friday franchise. Yeah, what three that isn't three that films. isn't into the franchise that doesn't really care? I'm not going one, two, three, four. Huh. I, I mean, just just because like those are pretty hardcore horror films. Like they they're are. not necessarily the funnest either. So like well, you kind of need to get somebody into that. So I mean, like the funnest ones for me in the Friday franchise is usually the ones that I go with. Four, four is fun. Just kind of like the atmosphere, the kind of party scene. You get your good horror, you get your good scares, but the characters are fucking great in four. You know, they um, are. Crispin Glover. Crispin, Crispin Glover, Glover, exactly. And, um, and, and and how about Mike's mom, who's in that film? She was hitchhiking eating a banana. <laughs> yes, she yeah. was. Not a lot of people know that. And you know, and Corey Feldman's fucking great. Like he's just four. really he, four is just a fucking great, great kickoff. And then I love going straight from four to five because five is just bonkers and doesn't really, you know, and it, it strays from the path from the franchise. Oh, big time. But but I think that works going from, okay, well, here's, here's, you know, here's Jason. And then you get this kind of throwaway film that has nothing to do with Jason and no ties. And, you know, and the characters are in, that are in five are fucking fantastic too. You know, the fat fucking kid eating the chocolate that gets, oh, you know, well, you I've know gets absolutely slaughtered, you know, and then um, the damn enchiladas guy going to the fucking toilet, you know, Reggie, the reckless, you know, that's his brother. Like Reggie, the reckless is a great character. Um, you oh, know, Tina, good. the chick fucking doing the robot upstairs. Those are just great characters that fucking people love, you know, it's, not as much. I say they're great, but six, six is great too. So I, I, so I would, I would go straight into six after that. I think that's four, mm -hmm. five, six. If you had to only limit the three, is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I, you know, I see. I like the one through four, but I have no issues going four, five, six. And then, it's and then, perfect. if I have to throw in a fourth, I'm going takes Manhattan all day. It's okay. a fun fucking movie. It's so silly. Oh. It's so goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I just I love the atmosphere theater. of that one. Cause it feels very rock and rollish to me. As far as that movie goes, it's very kind of like a heavy metal version of Jason for some reason. And obviously with the chick playing no. fucking guitar and stuff, No, but it's, but, it's the kills. To the, yeah. The, the kills. And they're in New York, which is fucking punk rock. I was real quick to cut you off, but the the one thing I still remember watching that in the theater. My dad took me. I was so grateful I got to see you. Know, like I know it's not the best one, but I got to see that in the theater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a cool experience. 
But the one that like I was I kind of liked it as a kid when I left. I was like, eh, one or more. But I look back now, I can watch it. The best scene, it's so easy. It's such an easy joke, but it works because how it was done. And Kane Hodder did it perfectly. When Jason arrives, the man had you get those shots. He had the gang, like, and by the way, if anybody's been to a major major city, especially like New York, gangs just don't they weren't having boom boxes like that. <laughs> yeah, but and, that but, that scene is so fucking iconic though. Exactly. It where Michael he purposely, and that's the best part, he purposely kicks the boom box. Yeah. And then shows yeah. him his face, you know. Yeah, so he like, turns crazy. around. You know, and these three gang members, they look like they're 15. Yeah. One takes out the switchblade, says something. And yeah, just the, oh, the, and that's the, like the subtlety of that, of Jason. Ha- like you look back now, really what that was, Jason has a sense of humor. Yeah. And he's, like, he, he kind of shows his human side a little bit, which yeah, like Manhattan for me always reminds me of like Return of the Living Dead, where it's just kind of like a punk rock movie. You Which know, is a phenomenal film. Yeah, and and it just kind of gives off that vibe. So, like, if someone's like, "Oh, get me into zombies," I'm gonna show them Night of the Living Dead, obviously, and then I'm gonna show them Return of the Living Dead. Which is another good two way. Two two fucking opposites that are just like, okay, you're either gonna really like the old school, you know, this is kind of where it starts, or you're gonna like this fucking off the wall bonkers. And then there's obviously stuff in between that, but those are kind of the two polar opposites that fucking, you know, like kind of got me into fucking the zombie genre in, in that sense. And so like Jason takes Manhattan has that same kind of punk rock feel for me and why I fucking love that movie. And I mean, Ken Hodder punches a kid's head off. And that, it's just fucking great. incredible. Like it, it's just awesome. And that was really the, uh, the solidified of what I used to call teleport Jason. He, he would teleport. That's true. It was teleport. I think it really started I mean, very obviously in six. Like that's what it was like. Right. I think he just teleported. In the woods, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's teleported. Uh, mine, I gave this some thought. If it's Friday the 13th, gets anybody in the spirit of it, I'm going to go, there's a very odd combination. I'm going to start you off with Student Bodies from 1981, which to me is still the greatest horror parody film ever made. Scary Movie has nothing on it. I still love Student Bodies when it comes to that. One of the, to me, the greatest well-done horror parody. Mm -hmm. Second, I used to watch this movie, I want to say maybe four times a year easily I would rent it. Saturday the 14th. Hmm. Interesting. I have not watched. I I can watch. I haven't. It's been almost, I want to say 25, 26 years since I last watched it. And, but I I say throw that one on. And a third one, because of what Friday the 13th is about. And I recently watched this one. I'm going to go back to the 70s. Race with the Devil with Peter Fonda. Hmm. I th- it's it's a movie that can never be remade perfectly, just because it was a sign of the times. And Race with the Devil 
is these two couples, the husbands, uh, it's not really established exactly what they do, but it seems like they're in the uh, in the BMX world of racing uh, or motor, mm-hmm. uh, dirt bike racing. And they seem to have a company and a rate. That's just kind of like it, it's implied. They take a trip on this what at the time was like a, an amazing RV, color TV, microwave, shower, all that stuff. And that's where they run into trouble in a small town in Texas. I don't want to give away too much, but just has a lot to do with witchcraft and devil worshiping. It still holds up to me, and I believe I should have looked this up, but I, I believe that was a made-for-TV movie. I, I think it was. Yeah, it had to be. Because, I always say this: it had to be a made-for-TV movie because seventies. I watch a lot of stuff from the seventies. It had that your standard seventies orchestra playing during the car ride, like when you sure. had the shed. Like it, so, definitely. And that was so. That's those are my three because you're gonna have two that are they're good comedies. Again, I haven't, I have not watched Saturday the Fourteenth in a long time. I think it's on Shutter. Oh yeah, I know, and it's something I, I I should probably just buy it. Uh, but yeah, it's the that's just the, to me. If you're gonna say, hey, Road to Halloween, how do you start off? Start off Friday Thirteenth. It's Friday. Those are the films you're gonna go with. I think. Yeah. And Mike, instead of let's say, okay, we already got Halloween six. Give me, give me a horror film after you're done. After somebody, we're going to say this person has never watched. They watched Halloween six. They watched most of the, wow. the major heavy hitters. Let's say they watched the Friday Thirteenth, the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the major franchises. Mike, what would be a recommendation for somebody out there? Recommend a good horror film to get in the spirit this Friday. That a lot of people don't know about. Oh well, I don't. You know, I mean, or have forgotten. Probably, maybe watched it once and forgot all about it. Forgotten. Well, I don't know. I like Basket Case a lot. That little fucking mutant. Okay, yeah. and we interview you know, Belial because do you want to see my real life Belial? I have, I have a real life Belial. Do you want to see him? Here, I'll show you the real life Belial. Shut up! Update. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, he's more. He's legible. a real life Belial, but he's yeah, a real life Belial. Flipper hands. He's fucked up. I have not watched Basket Case in an extremely long time. Wow, Michael J. coming through. Oh Love my god, that rarely ever happens. All right, well, it's a great film. And then that, and you got. Then there's also Maniac Cop. I love that. Maniac, Maniac Cop. Cop's great. That is. Yeah. Oh God, man! I'm forgetting um, Robert Dalvey. Like Robert Dalvey yes. made franchise mm. for me. He was well, yeah, because he was good in two. He was good in two and three. He really was. It's in Leo Rossi in in two. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. And Bruce Campbell in two. Yeah, in the first. Yeah. one. Well, Bruce Campbell in one too. Well, one, he was in yeah. two. But so, oh, before I'm not. It's not a. If there had to be a debate. And I don't know if I'm sure people probably brought this up before if we're doing a show because it's an obvious one to do if you pit them up. I still go and I can't find it anywhere. 
Psycho Cop, still better than Maniac Cop any day of the week for me. Psycho Cop is just never. Oh my god, Mike, it's great. No, I I have it. Psycho Cop. Shit, I think I have it. If you have it, I need it. I I I think Vinegar Syndrome released it. I swear to God, I I, think I have it. I was looking for Blu-rays on it, but Psycho Cop, man. If anybody out there, if you have not watched this, just watch it. If you like Maniac Cop, watch Psycho Cop. You'll see why Psycho Cop is better than Maniac Cop. I don't think I've seen Psycho Cop. Oh, Paul, it is phenomenal. The guy who plays Psycho Cop, he's one. Bobby Ray Schaefer, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Put it this way, Paul, it's Freddy Krueger without the burns. Like, that's that's really what the character is. Like, with the one-liners. That's what I'm referring to. He just does the one-liners. Tells people. It's perfect if you love those late 80s slasher films with a good, um, just good dose of comedy. Okay. I definitely need to see it then. Oh, yeah. And like I said, Highway to Hell. That was kind of something. I never watched Psycho Cop 2 because I always had a feeling it was going to be bad. Just like I regret watching Die Hard 5. Well, I didn't watch that one either. I didn't watch it either. I watched, yeah, you don't need to. I'll put it like, yeah, that was one where I was like, I can't, I know it's, uh, I did. I'm like, man, for a long time, man, I I held, I did not watch Lethal Weapon 4. So I know it's going to suck. That was so good, though. That was so good, though. Yeah. Then, no. Five will bring it back. Five will bring it back. Mel's gonna bring it back with five. Yeah, yeah it's passed by now. We can, we can. Are the people were upset with them? We're like, okay, yeah, we're good now. You go back making movies. All right, just just no more talk about Jewish people. Just gotta stop with that. Just uh, yeah, just never good. It's not it's not a good thing. Just, just I, I just uh, I, like that. I understood why people were upset, but when when people were upset of. Uh, his, I think she was his fiance at the time, or what? Uh, she released the recorded phone calls of Mel Gibson, and people were outraged. Like, I can't believe he treat a woman like that. It made me love Mel Gibson more when he said the line of like, "I deserve to get blown in the in my hot tub." He's not wrong. Exactly. Yeah, he's not. I'm like, I'm like, Wait, you don't like this dude now? Yeah. <laughs> what? Because he's he's telling the truth. Right. He's seeing the quiet parts out loud, screaming. Like that's yeah. like if I had a hot tub, I'd want a blow drum. It's it's a fact. Yeah. I just don't know how long you keep your head on the word of there, Mike, but that's a whole different subject. <laughs> well, no, that that's if I'm performing them, which I would Yeah, that, that was that was a joke yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty big. I kind of I need my eyesight back because I have a I don't want my head and face to start looking like Mike's. No, you don't want your hairline's much better, so it'll never look like that. Yeah. Yeah, I stop yeah, combing my hair. I just I shower. I'm just I don't go out anywhere. This is what I I do now temporarily. While I'm slowly dying again, but I'll get back. Okay. Well, that has been tonight's show. Our sponsors have been Tasty Cake, Twinkies, mm-hmm. Snickers, mm-hmm. Chewables. Mm-hmm. Actually, Mike, do you have any sponsors? Um. Well, people haven't been buying the Pure Spectrum CBD, but if you go to PureSpectrumCBD.com slash RIR Network, you'll save 15% off of your purchase. 
and orders over 100 or more get free domestic shipping. So patronize them because they help pay the bills around here. Pure but nobody's C- buying it. So Also important. Well, pure CBD is the way to go. And if you're not sure, we're going to give you 15% off with the promo code. Mike, what is that promo code once again? That's RIR Network. RIR Network. R-I-R Network. RIR Network, all one word. Pure yes, CBD. Pure Spectrum CBD. Pure Spectrum CBD. CBD. Yeah. You know, let's do one more. I think you need more sponsors. So uh, what's, a, what's a famous one out there? Uh, oh, Blue Chew. Yeah, Blue Chews. Um, we'll do... Uh, Hims. How about Docolax? Because I had an issue with Docolax. No, no, I'm week. talking about ones that other podcasts will have. So Hims is one on a lot of po- po- So guys. Oh, fourhims.com. Fourhims.com. Uh, yeah, com. You got, you got some dick issues there. Little, you don't have enough balls to tell your tell your uh, fat girlfriend that she's the reason you can't get it up. It's okay. Go to fourhims.com. Got some shitty hair like Mike. He has to shave it all the time. Fourhims.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know what? You can get your hair back, get your dick back. You stuff it in that fatso that, that you're that you're stuck with because you don't have the audacity to ever speak up for yourself or actually find somebody a little bit better than she is because you lack confidence. That's why you lock yourself in the room all day watching horror films like this. Horror I don't even have a fatso, so yeah, don't be like Mike. Go to forehims.com. Get your dick fixed, <laughs> get your hair looking good, and you know what? Pick up some face stuff too. She'll like that. Forhims.com. See, that's how you do that's how you get sponsors. Do it just like that. That's how you do it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I should have you uh do more of these uh pitches and hopefully you know what? Maybe I'll start feeling better once I start start getting some of that pure spectrum CBD. I got a lot of health issues. Yeah. I'm the It'll fix person. them all. Exactly. Okay. Just, what do I do? I, oh, oh, You'll be right. able to see. It'll cure your I, blindness. Well, CBD is a very safe. Very effective treatment for a lot of things. Now it's not a cure-all. That's not what it is. But it's one of the more easier mm-hmm. supplements people out there can take. No nasty side effects. And that's what a lot of people yeah. are afraid of. Hey, RIR yeah. network, one word, 15% off your first order. Pure spectrum CBD. Hold on. Don't 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 go anywhere. Let's uh here I'll show you. I'll show you how easy it is. Here I'll turn this off because so I'm not glitching out. But this is this is what you do. It's so easy. <laughs> they 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 sent me this before to try it. So I, I actually tried it before. So what I do is I get little oil in the dropper. Aha aha ha ha. Ah ha. Ah and Mike, how many wow. milligrams are you uh, taking there? What's the milligram oh. for the? Is it two fifty? Oh. How many milligrams? Oh. No, I just started dropper. Jump out, cog. This is why nobody's really ordering it when Mike is doing the uh, is doing the, the ads. They, they look at a guy who's retarded. And they go, <laughs> I don't want to end up like him. Yeah, I can't take that shit. It'll make me dumb. I should avoid taking this. I thought it was supposed to be good for you. This guy over here looks like he should be wearing a pirate's hat, eating a baby Ruth on a on a ship with kids. It's it, it, it says it says 
can bio do some oil. <laughs> we want to thank our former sponsors, Pure Spectrum. <laughs> Me immediately disbanded. Well, with that, you always gotta get off on a big one. I'm Vince Cummings, Cole, and Mike. Till next time. Thank you. Yes. Happy Halloween. <laughs>